Be like, click yeah. here to enter. Warning. Or like, cat lovers only, click here. But I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton. think you should be worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more, longer. No, that's that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the tiger. <laughs> Let's say that there's a lot. Look, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look. You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a yeti, man. That's just not going to happen. And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. The only thing I had to talk about was, um, which I thought was interesting, and maybe maybe not, was... Um, Let me tell you this, though. I've been listening back to some of our podcasts, our, yeah. our shotcasts, and we say interesting like 1,000 times per episode. Interesting, we say a lot? It, every, Oh, my God. Everything's interesting. That's interesting. This is interesting. Here, do you want to know what's interesting? Oh, really? What's interesting is, I mean, it's like we're constantly saying interesting. And in fact, last if you listened to the shotcast last time, there was a certain point where I started to say interesting and then I stopped because I was like, I say interesting all the time. Like it's what it's a word that I use constantly for some reason. You know, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think uh, I think what we say is interesting. So, I mean, why not at least set things up like that? I'm just trying to listen. I'm just trying to like think about the listener. That they have to listen to us say interesting 1,000 times. I wish I could have counted. I, I would, I'm not lying when I say I, I would have gotten into the hundreds easily. Well, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I think it's fine. I think, I think the one listener that we have can live with the two, fact We have that two. We have two. I think we have two listeners. The two listeners that we have can live with the fact that we say interesting um, more than once per episode. All right. Well, so what's interesting? What's so interesting that you're going to talk about? Well, do you, do you remember the end of um, the movie uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Yeah. 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 It's okay. It's a good if, ending. All right. Yeah. Tell me what it is if you think you're so smart. <laughs> well, let's okay, see if you right. really. It, some, so, you know what? Some people. Some people. Sometimes people say, "Oh yeah, 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 I remember that," and they have no idea. So this is what I just want to make sure that you are understanding okay. what I'm saying. Do you remember so, the end of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? So it's it's my understanding that this Butch Cassie and under uh, and the uh, Butch Cassie and the Sundance Kid they were down in like Mexico or Belize or some South American country I can't remember which one Bolivia. and Bolivia and so they had some they had been surrounded by the Bolivian government or something like that and they were in like some old I don't know they were they were at the very end he uh, Butch Cassie and Sundance Kid were together in a building of some sort. And they said something to each other, and then they ran out to be confronted with guns ablazing, to be confronted with the Bolivian army, who just basically shot them all down. But it's you don't see that. It's basically a, they run out, and then it's a freeze shot, if I can remember correctly. It's like a frozen shot, and then it kind of like fades. It's a called a freeze frame. Second. I mean, come on. Freeze frame. Okay. Freeze. A freeze shot is pretty... That's pretty like <laughs> so anyway, so freeze frame, then it turns to like Sepa Septa or whatever that uh tone is, and then the movie ends. I think you hear I do think you hear the gunshots though. I think the gunshots continue after the freeze frame. Right. And do you 
Do you know anything about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Like the uh, true story. I know that Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid were killed in Bolivia, I believe. Which where the, this is what what happened, right? You're you're telling me like this is the story and that's the ending and that's how it, they died. I think. I think. Well, I'm here to tell you <laughs> that okay, they didn't die there. They didn't die there. Yeah, isn't this interesting? They did not <laughs> die at that point. They actually survived that particular battle. And everybody assumed that they died or whatever, but like they actually survived. Okay, so where are they? Well, I mean, maybe they're still, I don't think they're still around. It happened a while ago, dude. Wait, so that's your story? That's your interesting story? No, this is, is the, the, no this is the interesting story. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is the interesting part of it, right? Everybody thinks that they died at that point, right? Yeah. And they made an entire movie about that, right? And that's the ending, yeah. and it's a big ending. The reality is that they actually survived that, which is pretty amazing. They survived, like, all the... I don't know, federally or whatever it was. Um, and they they survived that and they actually were living like all around South America for a very long time, just pretend like pretending to be um kind of wealthy ranchers. Okay. And then what they did was they decided <laughs> they decided I'm for the interesting part. <laughs> they decided <laughs> this was a lot more interesting when I was reading it. Then they decided to actually, like, I, I, so they were always kind of running from the law a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. the Pinker, you know, the Pinkerton detectives, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There had been, like, a, I don't know if it was a bounty or whatever the, I don't know, whatever you do to go to a Pinkerton detective and say, hey, I, w- I want this person. That's, so there was a, a, a it Pinkerton. doesn't take much. No, but a Pinkerton de- detective was on the case, like, constantly. Mm-hmm. Always kind of trying to track them down, track them down, track them down, until finally, um, the, the Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid decided that they they needed more money, or they they were going to do like one last like heist, right? Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. so there's like this record of this heist that went down in in South America that was like exactly like a Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid like hole in the wall kind of thing, gang, yeah, um, robbery. And, right. and, um, so they went down there, uh, and they got them. And my, I guess my question f- to you is this, like if you were Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid or the Sundance Kid, and you had just like survived this, like, you know, gunfight, you had yeah. all this money, we're just yeah. kind of like hanging around. What, like, what would make you turn to go back to rob something Again, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like, why would you do that again? You can't ask me that. That that's like, that, so that is like one of those things. It's like, I would equate that to like those NFL players that stick around the league like one more year. That like an NFL player, like especially a star NFL player, could leave like at any time, right? They're making millions of dollars, right? They're not sticking around really because they want to make some more cash. They're sticking around because it's that's what they do. They play football. You know right. what I mean? Like when you're at, when you're that skilled and you're that accomplished and you're at that level, that's what you do. That's your identity, and that's what you that's that's your whole thing, right? So I can say the same thing with Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Yeah, they got some cash. They're floating around, but 
you know, you can always use more. Like there's this crazy thing called the happiness index, like how happy you are. And one of the ways you associate how happy you are is, you know, there's lots of different ways, but a lot of it is, uh, you know, looking around at other people. But also it's also looking at events in your life and using those as like reference points. And so, you know, when if, they, if you think back and be like, oh, yeah, I was super happy when I was robbing banks. And now, even though I've, I don't have to rob banks and I've got a whole bunch of money, uh, I want to be happy again. How do I do that? You rob banks. I mean, but Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid were like the best at what they did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, at the time when it was like when there was like 500 people in the United States and like it was like super easy to rob a bank. I could be the best at robbing banks. I don't think so. When Butch I, Cassidy and Sundance Kid were robbing banks. It's not difficult. Then, dude. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid were the best, and I and I would propose that if they were here today, in this world, they would be robbing banks, and they would be really good at it. No, I mean it's a different, it's a totally different. They're good at robbing banks because they were able to shoot. They had like shoot people and stuff. Well, first of all, oh man, I forget which one it was, Butch Cassidy or the Sundance Kid. I think the Sundance Kid, the Sundance Kid was really good at shooting. He was like a sharpshooter. He could shoot anything, right? And there's that scene, you remember the scene in the movie where he's like, uh, prove that you can shoot and he flips it like a coin right there and he stands and aims and he misses and then he's like, the dude's like, see, you weren't, you're not any good and he's uh, the Sundance Kid's like, yeah, let me try again and he holsters his pistol and then he whips it out and like hits it like five times in a row. Right. In any case, He's he was like known for his like sharpshooter abilities. Okay. Butch Cassidy, right. on the other hand, Butch Cassidy really didn't shoot. Butch Cassidy was the brains of the operation. I mean, what's the what's the brains? Here comes the stagecoach. Here comes Butch. Here comes the a guy who can really shoot well. Uh, have that guy really shoot shoot some people, and then I'll come in and grab the the money. Like the security in this day was not. You got people shooting back at you. Into freaking, they're not hacking into like computer systems here. No, first of all, how dare you talk to, about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid like it was a piece of cake to do all these things that they did. They they robbed so much, and they got so much money, they were never they caught. Were... Other people were caught, dude. It's not like nobody was getting caught. Okay, so these are like really horrible uh, people that live outside the rules of society, and you're idolizing them and saying how great they are. I'm, listen, I'm not idolizing them. What I'm saying is... It sounds like you're right. You just told me about how cool he was because he can shoot a a quarter like you know five times in a row because it's can you shoot a quarter five times in a row i don't need to man because i live within the law listen all i'm saying is if if i needed to rob a bank i would right now if somebody said brady you gotta rob a bank right now or whatever will happen i'll say okay let me call butch cassidy and the sundance kid because that's who i'd want well then you'd be a fool they don't they cannot rob a bank right now they can rob a bank Back in eighteen, no, because they'd figure it out, dude. They'd figure it out. Yeah, well, I'm I'm not asking them to come from the past into the future and rob the bank. I'm saying if they were around right now, if they were living in today's society, they could rob banks because they would figure it out. You're fooling yourself. I'm not fooling myself. You're being naive. I'm not being naive. I'm saying like, look for the okay. Look, I will give it to Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid that at the time they were the best at what they did. Okay, but that wasn't a very hard bar to like. You know what your problem is? You know what your problem is? 
What's my problem? You're you you're too much like Wyatt Earp or whatever. You're you're too much <laughs> a lawman to understand what's going on here. Uh, look, I'm understanding two people are breaking the rules of society that we've all set up, the construct that we have of of law and order, and 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 you're idolizing them. Other people at the time are. I'm idolizing not idolizing them. them. You know what? This you is have what... A, you ha- it's this nostalgia that you have that this that these people in the past were so much better. I'm telling you, they weren't, man. They were not better. I'm not. I'm not idolizing them. I'm not thinking they're better. What I'm doing is admiring their uh, genius. These were people who uh, can beat the system. Genius to who rob figured a bank. it out. Uh, listen to anything. They could have been anything. They just happened to like robbing banks. I, I think they were, yeah. they were smart enough to do anything they wanted, and they said. And they chose. Hey. And they chose something destructive and uh, something that would uh, that, that 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 takes away the livelihood of other people. That money, it's not just money, right? That money is like the is literally other people's lives, especially back in like whenever this was, the 1800s or whatever. I mean, you're talking even a small bit of money could vastly change somebody' uh, entire like life. And these people, no regard for that. They go in, they take the money, pretty easily, I'm sure, because all they have to do is wave some guns around. Uh, and then they destroy lives. They destroy this fabric of society. And you're saying, hey, these guys are great. No, great look at geniuses. you. These well, are geniuses. Why don't you walk into somebody else's shoes for a little bit? You don't know what the Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid came from. You don't know how they were. I mean, I know they like they... robbing banks, and I yeah. know they had a bunch of money. Yeah, maybe they had to rob banks because they had nothing else to. They could do nothing else oh, because I no see. one. So the, they the were ca- is, they were outcasts. Oh, I... So I'm out. So the fault is I have to steal from other people. I have to make other people's lives harder. Yeah, miserable. because maybe the man was holding them down. How are the How is the man holding them down? They're geniuses. You told me they they can fit. You're saying they're so smart they can they can rob any bank, but they can't figure out how to get a job lawfully. Th- th- that's not my point, dude. <laughs> okay. All right. What is your point? Your point is, your point is, if you needed to rob a bank right now today, you would get Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. That's correct. I would say no. I would not do that. Who would you get? I wouldn't rob a bank. See, that's your problem. That's the problem right there, <laughs> man. Because you are you're too on so, the you know, side you know, of. Here's what here's what I would say. Here, let me tell you this. Someone says to me, "You're going to have to rob this bank, or you know, some consequence." I would then I would myself have to try to rob that bank. I wouldn't bring anybody else into the destructive nature of this like game. Look at you. All I'm saying is like if I needed to rob a bank, Butch Cassidy the Sundance Kid would be my go-to. Why would they do that for you? Because I asked them. They were good guys. <laughs> See, this is what you don't understand. They rob banks. They rob banks because they they were like. Well, I don't know. They, they, they wanted, it, right? they oh, wanted they money and it. they enjoyed. That's, that's even worse, man. I just want a bunch of money. You were just telling me how these are like uh, Robin Hood type characters. Yeah, well, they're okay. not. They just they just want destruction and uh, death and uh, chaos. That's what they that's what they trade in. And honestly, I have no time for people like that. They were good at what they did, dude. That's all I'm saying. All right, all right. I can, okay, let me say this. I can appreciate the fact that they were good at robbing banks, which seems like a pretty easy thing to do. I don't think it's easy, dude. I don't think it was easy at that time. That's what I'm telling you, dude. That's what I'm telling you, man. People got arrested for robbing banks all the time. These people did not. They even escaped federales shooting them down. An army. If true, that is impressive. It is true. Uh, I read it on the internet. 
uh, now that I'm thinking about it, like guns at the time were so poorly designed and made that oftentimes like shooting straight was not something that they actually did, even if you wanted them to. Plus, you've got a whole bunch of like soldiers who they're not really practicing the 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 way that soldiers were trained back then are not the same as here. So oh, I see. I see I what you're doing now. Shooting. I, now so, you're bu- honestly, now you're you're taking them down a notch because they they it's easy to survive a whole bunch of federales like shooting at you. It's not that difficult. See, this is what I don't understand. This is this is why we can't talk about like stuff like this. You're always gonna take the Wyatt Earp approach. There, oh, look at me! Wyatt it's Earp? law. It's law and order. What's wrong with Wyatt Earp? He was. Uh, did is Wyatt Earp the guy with like the super long, um, uh, like the rifle uh, barrel to his like six shooter? He like made a six shooter like super long so he could hit people with it. Oh, that could be true. Yeah, yeah. I feel I like book, that's why. I had a book about all the gunfighters around somewhere. That book, by the way, I know what book you're talking about. It's, a, it's an orange one. It's like the orange uh, cover. Yeah. That book is freaking awesome. I know. I have it somewhere. I don't know where it is, though. I am sure there's nothing that's actually true in that book, but it's still an awesome book. Dude, the, it's totally I mean, true. Everything was, everything in that book was written by Wyatt Earp's, well, one of Wyatt Earp's like, uh, deputies. Sure, sure. Wink. Sure, it was. How dare, wink, how wink. dare you? How dare you take away the the myth of the 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 West, man? You're just you're just a downer oh, today. You're like it's, all about. I don't know, it's this whole nostalgia thing. Like the West, the West was a horrible time for everyone. The old listen. The old Wild West is what America had. That's what. That's why America isn't the place it is right now. Because we look at the Wild West and we say. This is what it is. This is what it makes America America. I, uh, I'm and what you're saying is sure. like, I, eh. if you're saying that the, uh, the, I may agree with you that the myth of the Wild West is where we is why America is where we are right now. And I don't know if that's necessarily a super great thing, man. The myth of the Wild West and completely all white, male dominated, uh, gun slinging. Death and uh, destruction, uh, normal, take what I want, uh, don't care about other people's feelings or money or just whatever. That's the type of myth that we want to have that's ingrained within the United States of America. You forgot racism and genocide. Yeah, you forgot the racism, genocide, the uh, the patriarch, uh, patriarchy uh, that's inherent. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know, man. The death and destruction, the wanton death and destruction. Yeah, I mean, you make it sound like it wasn't great. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. I, if I came across that way, I guess I didn't mean to. All I'm saying is that there is there's a different lens you can look at. That look, I like the Wild West. Like it was probably a cool time, but I like the mythology of the Wild West. I don't. I don't think I would actually like the actual Wild West. Yeah, I I, I probably agree with you. I like the Wild West mythology as well. You know, it's this whole looking back instead of looking forward. One of the things that uh, that I so I took this uh, coach. I don't know if you knew this, but I took this coaching class. It's executive coaching class online at Cambridge University. Oh, I'm look at throw you. that out there. Cambridge yeah, so, University. Yeah. So I've got I've got a certificate from Cambridge University. Well, you know what? One of the things- whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we go any further, I don't want to be outdone. I have a certificate from Harvard University. So. I I think you missed the Cambridge part that I said. I just said Harvard. 
So who's better? Like you're, you're now saying Harvard University is better than Cambridge University. No, no. You're saying you're saying Cambridge University is better than Harvard. Harvard. What I'm saying, I'm saying is we got some. We got some. It's equal. There's an equal thing. You know what? Because I don't want to upset you so early in the morning, I'll say it's equal. Yes, it's equal. Wink. We're, second, Harvard and Cambridge are totally equal. Wink, wink. Okay, so here, so here, but one of the things that we talked about in this executive leadership class, which was mainly actually just kind of like fluff, um, was like feed forward instead of feedback. So instead of giving someone feedback, you give them feed forward. I think that's the way you need to look at life in general is like, like, look at the future. How can you affect the future? Don't worry about the past and the things that occurred in the past. Like why <laughs> Listen, why Earp was concerned about Wyatt Yeah, Wyatt Earp was concerned about his legacy. Wyatt Earp is not the lawman you want to uh, idolize. I'm not idolizing him. You're the one who's idolizing him. You're the one who's idolizing him. You brought him up. I brought him up because you were idolizing him in a negative context. That's what I was saying. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm being pretty calm here and you're getting really upset. I'm calm, I'm calm. Come on, you are, you are. I don't think so, man. <laughs> this, these, these gunslingers have really affected you, man. I think you've, I think your, uh, I, I think your uh, idolization of these, uh, of these bandits are, are, are troubling. I mean, you know what's troubling? What's troubling is your obsession with, um, with the law and 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 and. It's not obsession with the with the with the law. It's not really an obsession with the law. What it is is just a respect for the uh, this, for society, for the society that we all live in. This this we we live in a society, and because we need it's it's held together very loosely, and if everybody's not on board, if everyone just says I'm going to do whatever I want, then we don't have a society. Like everything is just a it's a construct that people agree upon. And so, if people are start not agreeing to these constructs that we have, then we have a real issue and problem. Yeah, but we got to go through periods of the Wild West so that we can understand that those to see to to test it out, experiment, so that we can see what we do want our society to be. This, the Wild know? West was necessary. Yeah, the Wild West was necessary to, so we can look back and say, you know what, that uh, that's not the direction. We that's not go? the direction we want to go. Let's move why can't in a we different just say, direction. Why can't we just say instead? Why can't we just say, um, you know what, we don't want. We don't want a society that uh, relies heavily on uh, strength and might and who has the fastest gun. And you're also, being naive. dude, the you're fact being that you're being naive. Only one group is like the most important group, and everybody else is like not important. Yeah, you're being naive. I know you listen. I know you don't like looking back in history, but consider the entire human existence on Earth was just what you just proposed there. Uh, who was the strongest? Who was the best? Yeah. Best? Who was everything? So what I'm saying is like, okay, now we're we're slowly filtering through all the different ways that one a particular race of people uh, or or society is the strongest, best, has the most weapons and money, and we're seeing, okay, that's not working. That's not working. That's not. And and by looking back, we can say, okay, great, um, that didn't work. Let's move to something else, and I, yeah, eventually we'll be that. at a place that is utopia. With your, you're always looking forward. You're never looking back. That's a problem, dude. That's a problem because you no, don't really, you don't no, learn from history. Yeah, no. Look, I think we could all sit around if we don't think about what happened in the past. I think we could all sit around and say, "Hey, do you think it would be a good idea 
um, that, uh, that we go ahead and uh, culturally and uh, literally kill an entire race of uh, Native Americans? Do you think that would be a good idea? Is that a way we can move forward? I don't have to look back into history and be like, oh, yeah, we've done that already, and it didn't turn out so great. No, see, just be like, this, yeah, that's not going to be a good is, thing to do. Let's move on. This is why you're so naive, because that did happen. So, so I mean, there were plenty of people who were saying, hmm, maybe this isn't the greatest thing. And uh, did anybody listen to them? No. So what we have to do is we I, listen. I don't like I don't like the fact that we had to go through that. I don't like that at all. I think that you are right. In a perfect world, we could sit down and say, "This is what it's all about," but we can't. We're uh, here's here's my here's the takeaway. We're all doomed. We're all doomed. That's 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 my takeaway. I, I'm not very optimistic right now. I know it seems like I was because I was saying how that how. Uh, how uh, was smoking the bandit or whoever we were talking about uh not really a great bunch of dudes um yeah but that's i think that's our reality first of all like butch cassie and the sundance kid is more reality than than wyatt Earp. i'm gonna have to stop you right there because um we were talking about butch cassie and the sundance kid not smoking the bandit smoking the bandit Same is also a va- no it's there are similarities <laughs> there are similarities certainly but let's uh Let's be real. You also sound like a bunch of my um, students who are really? really pessimistic about the future. <laughs> oh, that actually, that actually is disappointing to me. I'm allowed to be pessimistic about the future because I'm an old man now. And I can say things like, like, the future is horrible. It's going to be horrible and bad. But, like, the young kids today, generation, what, like, Z. 2.5, Z, generation Z should be, like, super pessimist or uh, optimistic, right? They should be, like... Well, I tried to I tried to help them become more optimistic, and I think after talking with me, a very optimistic guy, uh, they became a little no, bit more uh-huh. optimistic. But I, 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 what I'm saying is like when people are looking into the future, currently, yeah. they're yeah. they're they're not very uh, positive about it, and that's why you tend to look in the past probably. That's interesting. Uh, that that's actually more interesting to me than Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. The fact that that youth of today uh, are not optimistic. Because I th- I would think that that's the mo- if you're going to be optimistic at any point in your life, it's going to be when you're you're a youth, right? When you're like in high school. Yeah, but but take a look. Let's let's take a look. Let's take a deep look at the the future. <laughs> um, and the the amount of information that these students have access to. Especially compared to like when we were growing up, right? Right. right. Um, they have access to anything they want, and they can see all sides. And uh, sometimes the squeakiest wheel is the is the one that you hear the most, right? So sometimes that squeaky wheel is not positive. The other thing is, um, and rightly so, my students are really into the environment, and um, right now there's some pessimism around that. The yeah, I would think so. Yeah, so yeah, they're I looking and so. saying like, "Oh, okay, great." Um, everybody's saying like, in uh, fifty years, uh, the Earth is going to be uh, destroyed because we're not taking care of it. And they're like, "Oh, wait a second, that means I'm, um, I'm going to be sixty, right?" So and the, the I, world so will I, destroy, I would, be destroyed. But I would think that would motivate you in thinking like, "Okay, well, we need to make change." Like. I think that's something that would be extremely motivating. I can remember when this now we're shoot, man, we're like on a super another topic, but like I can remember being in high school and I just 
don't remember like anything motivating me to be like super um, like engaged in the world because everything was kind of like moving smoothly for me anyway as a white male. Yeah, this one. Who was I just talking to? The a white male in the nineties, late nineties. We had everything going. I mean, we we had everything going for us. There's literally <laughs> nothing we couldn't do at that time. Yeah. <laughs> and you, if you ask me, um, hey, what do you want to do? I could be like, I could do anything my, I want right now. Everybody's got enough money to, you know, in my in my social like circle here. And yeah. when I look around, everything seems to be doing good. Everything seems to be going up. Yeah. Everybody's happy. And, you know, it's like, and even it's like, oh, and even if I don't do anything, uh, I'm still gonna land out okay. Right. right, like it's so it's like I even if I don't, like in high school it's like ah eh, even if I don't figure out what I'm gonna do like right now uh it, I'll still be all right I'll still land on my feet. Right? Right, but even like even think about <laughs> let's th- let's think about the environment in particular, right? Yeah, they were certainly like oh you gotta recycle the environment, you know. There was like oh the ozone layer, but there was almost an attitude of like yeah we're recycling now that'll yeah, fix we're everything doing like, it. we're doing it we're we're gonna figure out how to fix the ozone layer that'll be yeah. okay it's actually healing well, a little bit by itself that's fantastic yeah. we're going in the right direction right now I, there's I, none of that there's more like we need to stop things immediately and and really we should have stopped things 10 years ago because we're headed in a super bad direction and I, there's the, no the way to stop X, it that's like the that's that the see- message the thing that you said about uh, the ozone layer and like you know someone will fix it. It feel that feels so Gen X to me. Like, hey man, we're someone's gonna fix it. <laughs> like, right? like, like someone's going to. Like not it, me. I'm not gonna do it. But that's someone's the thing. Gonna do it. In the '90s, there was like time. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Look, technology is going so fast. We'll figure it out, right? Yeah. There was always like a look how fast technology is like improve in, in like improving and, and and getting better. By the time it really gets bad, we'll figure it out by then. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it, man. Like it's no big deal. Like we will we'll, get to it. We'll get to it. It'll be figured out by the time we get there. Someone will have figured it out. Yeah. And now yeah. the problem is the students in high school are looking and saying, "No one figured it out, dude." Right. No one figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so who do you think this is? Uh, I don't want to spend all day on this. Uh, and I, I know we've got things to do, but like, um, uh, who do you think that your generation, that not your generation, the uh, the uh, the P- the Gen Y or Gen Z or whoever they are, the kids generation in your Z. high school. Yeah. Who are they? Who are they mad at? Are they mad at the baby boomers? Are they mad at like Gen X? Are they mad at like the millennials? Who are they mad at anybody? Or are they just like uh, we're screwed i have uh, that's a great question and i haven't really like talked to them in depth like who they're mad at i think they're they're mad at like their parents like i think that's because that's what kids are they're mad at their parents that's what they do yeah Yeah. um and i guess their parents would be gen x gen x yeah yeah so they're a little bit mad at the gen x but I, i think they're, they are looking and they're saying like who is in control and they're and I've heard a lot about the boomers everybody's mad about the boomers yeah what's the thing that they say now about the boomers it's like uh, okay boomer is that it's what they like the, yeah it's like okay boomer like when, a, when someone starts talking it's like okay boomer like I love that by the way I, I think that's funny <laughs> I'm gonna start using that I think yeah 
You should like when one of your students starts like talks, like saying something ridiculous, you should just be like, "Okay, boomer." Yeah. That would really, that would really get them. That's a good, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some, there was some uh, some woman that was talking in um, a newly elected official in uh, New Zealand, and uh, one of the white dudes, old white dudes, started like yelling. It was about climate change and whatever, and one of the old white dudes in Parliament or whatever started yelling. And so she just like looks at him and says, "Okay, boomer," and like that just enraged him even more. <laughs> I mean, it's basically saying, "It's basically saying, yeah, okay, whatever. You're irrelevant now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we don't care about what you have to say." That's the problem, and it's not. I, I would argue it's not the boomers. I would say yeah. it's who's ever irrelevant anymore, and that's the old, the older generation. And instead yeah, of like stepping, power, well, that's the problem. Instead of stepping down and saying, "You know what," um. We have a lot of wisdom, certainly. We've been around, but there's a lot that we don't understand. There's a lot of ideas that um, we don't subscribe to because we've lived in, in, in a time where that wasn't around or we didn't think about that. We should step down and let the people who are more prepared and understand the actual world right now handle it. But that doesn't, because no one wants to, no one wants to step down. This is like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. They say, don't. They don't want to give up. They still got to do it. There's one last, one last policy. There's one last policy we can make. Yeah. Right. This There's is one last thing to ensure that we have a legacy. You know what? The legacy. That's the problem. Everybody wants to leave a legacy. Let me tell you this. This is this. You just. This is a, like a, a master course in storytelling. How you started out with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, right? We talked about that for a while. We got to the end, which is actually talking about our like, current situation. And then you tied it all together with yeah. a nice little bow, bringing it back to the very beginning. Brilliant work on your part, honestly. Thanks. And I'll tell you what. The two people who listen to the ShotCast, I'm sure they appreciate what we do here. I'm surprised more people gold. don't. This is I know, I know. I'm surprised more people are not because yeah because we we do it here on the shotcast and we do it yeah, right honestly it's talk exact, about masters exact, of your craft yeah, i mean really exactly. yeah it does it, honestly it doesn't get much better than this no and that's the shotcast for this week i'm brady i'm brian hold fast <laughs>